0: Welcome to Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things also. I'm Jarvis. And I'm Jordan. Did you know, uh, I think, according to some stuff I saw, I
1: think it's uh, Bisexual Awareness Day. So, happy Bi Day, Yeah, Bi
0: Visibility Day. Happy, visibility. you know, yeah, happy Bi Visibility Day, everybody. We are joined by a very special guest today. The one, the only, I think, Court Reezy.
2: Hello. Thanks so much, Court Reezy, for joining us. Yeah, it's nice yeah, to be thanks here. For coming.
0: Can you prove that you're the only one? <laughs> i'm sure there's other imitators out there
2: yeah i'm sure but i'm definitely clowns
0: just court Reezy. is it okay if we refer to you as courtney for the podcast or should we yeah no that's cool that's cool have you ever been referred to by court Reezy like by just like regular people in your life
2: my sister calls me court Reezy now like every time
0: oh that's oh now it's like a new thing i like that yeah wow yeah that's
2: pretty much it just my sister
0: that's cute though
2: (laughs) yeah
0: I don't hate
1: it. Content support. I like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's like sister, that's how you know sister
1: second subscriber first.
0: <laughs> yeah, That's how it should be. You know, <laughs> assert your dominance in the relationship. <laughs> so we're going to talk to Rizzi, uh, learn about her story because I'm curious because we don't know each other. Yeah. Uh, D'Angelo just mentioned, mentioned Courtney's content and I checked it out. I loved it. Jordan checked it out. He loved it. And then uh, people started asking for you and we had to give the people what they want and it was also what we wanted as well so yeah so thanks so much for joining us wow.
1: what i love so much about because i, I couldn't i went ham over the weekend i like ate up the entire your entire channel like over the weekend and it's nice oh, it's, you you, you, go- you like, gobbled it
0: up it's actually you, gone yum now because you ate it i
1: smoothied it and i drank it in fact wow yeah. it's I, my macbook i'm not well <laughs> it hurt but it was like it's almost feels like having a warrior on my side on our side for tiktok <laughs> oh, okay. attacking all the pieces i don't like yeah <laughs> thank you
0: a tiktok warrior yeah We'll get into that. But first, Courtney, how was your week?
2: It's been good, you know? The only bad thing about this week is that my allergies were acting up, but I'm good today, mm. so
0: it's all good. Shout out to the allergy gang. Are you a fan of the antihistamine, the Zyrtec, the Claritins, the Huge vitidils? fan, huge fan. I'm also an allergy boy. Back when I was in elementary school, they called me snot nose, because my uh, <laughs> nose was always running, nice. so that was fun. Um, <laughs> That's fucking oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> Um crazy. Now I stay uh I stay strapped with uh a bunch of zyrtec in my closet. <laughs> Just <Thank> like <laughs> I have to take it every day. That's
1: crazy. Can I call you snot nose? Is that chill?
0: Uh no. Well I mean you know, yeah, go ahead and call me snot nose. It's fine. It won't close. it won't bring back any old memories or anything. <laughs> Courtney, like, are you doing YouTube full time, or do you have like a job outside of it? Or yeah, what's no, the deal? So I don't even
2: know. I was actually supposed to go into nursing school literally this fall, yeah, and oh, wow. then oh, I wow. decided, yeah, I'm going to do it full time. Yeah, it's crazy. Whoa, oh,
0: whoa, that, congrats to you. And That's so, you so cool. Much.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. It's like a dream come true because it is actually That's something so I've awesome. always wanted to do, and it's finally happening.
0: That's so amazing. Yeah, congrats to you. What a yeah, what a great you. birthday gift.
2: Yeah, and
1: congrats to you on like. I'm taking that initiative too like it's easy to say like hey if my channel was kicking off then i'd probably you know i'd probably go full time but you have this this roadmap already yeah. and to say like no fuck that this is the thing that i want i'm gonna yeah. do that because yeah. i always have that's actually really cool
0: that's crazy nurseries you would hit different <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
2: yeah my parents used um, to say that if i did end up going to nursing school i should just make nursing videos on youtube but i don't think it would hit the same
0: i'm gonna go ahead and say Make whatever you want on YouTube, and it doesn't have to have anything to do with your career, young Jarvis, who's making videos about software <laughs> engineering because they get views. <laughs> no, but that's it. that's so amazing. Well, okay, so we'll get into this stuff. I guess I should ask Jordan how his week is. So, okay, Jordan, yeah. what are you up to? What's How's it going?
1: That's okay. That's very kind of you. I know you don't like hearing about it. I know. I don't particularly like people knowing that I had a week. I like the idea that I just sit here and I change clothes between podcasts, which not hugely untrue. <laughs> pretty <laughs> actually, pretty close. I literally live in this chair. I would say 15 hours out of the day, I'm sitting in this chair for sure. Is
0: it a good chair? Chair? Is it providing you lumbar? It's a support? very
1: bad chair. Here's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, like like here's a little insight. It's literally just a, like a crappy dining. Oh
0: chair. no, no. But
1: I have never felt better in a chair. It's wild. Oh, okay. Something about It's the lack of ability to move, forced forced lumbar and spine support. My feet are always straight mm-hmm. on the ground. Nice, firm back. Cause your boy, I'm a big lanky lad, right? So usually I'm spilling over like an office chair and I'm sliding around right. and trying to get comfortable. And with this bad boy, I'm <laughs> getting a Doppler effect on the mic. Slide. Yeah. And on this bad boy, I'm just like, I'm sat up straight the whole time. Cause I'm just on my keyboard. I look like uh, I'm an actual adult, if you can imagine.
0: You know, it sounds like uh, Stockholm Syndrome to me, but I'll take you at yeah. your word. Um, it likes me. <laughs> enjoy- no, the chair fucking <laughs> likes me,
1: dude.
0: <laughs> enjoy your, we're actually really close. Enjoy your chair from 1943. Thank you so um, much. <laughs> we've had a good professional week, too. We've, we're paying Jordan now through the podcast. Jordan's job is officially now to just be a sad boy and also stream. So that's exciting. It's kind of wild. Oh, wow, that's cool. It's, uh, I mean,
1: yeah, talk about put things like... The moment a thing presents itself, just put the rest away. Yeah, man. It's Yeah. We're very lucky.
0: I remember when we were we were still at Patreon and we would like record this podcast that nobody was listening to and we would get so hyped on it and then we'd be like, Man, like wouldn't it be cool if one day we could do this as as like a job? But that seems so far away at the time. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice to take (laughs) a step back and be like it's happening. The thing that we never knew would happen is happening. And that's so yeah. cool. Because yeah.
1: Ali would always say, it feels like it's like, I don't know, like uh, 30 months away, more or less, like maybe two and a half years. That seems like about the exact amount of time it would be. And I feel like specifically you'd be doing YouTube and this podcast. Like that guess was wild
0: that we were able to guess that accurately. <laughs> Congratulations,
2: though. Uh, that's really good. Thank you. Oh,
0: thank you. Thank you. One fun thing is that we have a recording of when we... Started the podcast because Jordan and I, we weren't as good friends as we are now, but we were like, we have a good. Rapport, so maybe it would be fun to do a podcast together. And we recorded for two hours, us trying to come up with the premise of a podcast. So one day we will play, we will release or play the inception of this podcast. There was a moment where we like came up with the name, where we get like really excited about it. We're waiting for a good time for that. It's a yeah, tight moment that. in the movie. There is a point I will give a little teaser where, <laughs> at one point, we were considering calling the podcast Mocha Boys, uh, which bad. is just. Well, actually, originally the show is going to be called Talking White because Mm. we have both always sounded like this our whole lives. And you know how (laughs) black people do. Um, (laughs) And it's like uh, I, I like grew up in like a very sort of de facto segregated town. I didn't even know white people until I was 13. And I sounded I sounded like this the whole time. And I was like, I don't know what you mean. I don't know any white people. <laughs> you know crazy. what I mean? So it's like, but yeah, fun times all around.
1: I was actually going to ask Courtney, what kind of space did you grow up in? Did you have a, like a similar experience oh, yeah. at all? Or?
2: Um, No, it wasn't segregated at all. Like, especially my oh. high school and my middle school, it was mixed. Like all types of races. Yeah. I mean, I guess elementary, it was a lot of... Yeah. It was mostly a black environment, but when I went to middle school and when I moved and everything, it was really mixed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My stuff was like in the sixties or whatever, when my hometown was integrated, it was kind of one of those like redlining situations where everybody who is black lived on the east side of town and everyone else lived on the west side of town where there was all of the like economic expansion and stuff. My elementary school was like on the east side of town and it wasn't until I was in like a gifted program, quote unquote, you know how that is. I was able to go to a school outside of my school zone. And that was when I was like introduced to people who like came from like a different mm-hmm. socioeconomic background. Wait, did you yeah, say
2: you went to sweat. school in the sixties
0: or it was like the sixties? No. Oh oh I went to school in the sixties. I'm I'm actually hundred and seven years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black black don't crack, man. It's just don't it's crazy. No, my town was, I know from like the history of Gainesville, Florida, where I grew up, it was integrated in the 60s and like 65 or something.
2: Okay, okay.
0: That's when they started allowing the mixing of the races. <laughs> um, wow. But, you know, Florida be crazy. You know, it's a good thing Florida turned around and never became problematic. And everyone from Florida is known for their... Mm upstanding citizenship and just being a good person. Now, you don't know that
1: for sure, but you assume you haven't checked in a while. I assume I left when good. I was
0: 18, but when I left everything was on the up and up and <laughs> I presume that everything in Florida is good now. Is is that wrong?
1: I'm too afraid to correct you.
0: Oh, you guys look you concerned. I should. I'll, look, I in, I'll like look into this I after the pod. Bad stuff
2: happening in Florida.
0: Oh, that's true. I mean, yeah, Florida sucks. But the reason is <laughs> that the reason for the Florida man situation is because there's like some law in Florida where like every like minor incidents of crime or whatever has to be like written up, and then there's some way that it gets promoted to like a national. I can't remember the reason, but basically the reason that everything is Florida man is because basically everything that has a police report. In Florida is public record, and so there's just a ton oh. of of like record of all this shit happening. Whereas other places don't necessarily have that have that much transparency. But still, if Florida also ha- is problematic for a thousand other reasons, yeah, and we don't have to talk about how I'm from there. I I like <laughs> to forget it. <laughs> where did you grow up, Courtney?
2: I was born in Dallas, Texas, and all right. raised in Houston, and that's where I still am. So.
0: Wait, is D'Angelo in Houston or in where is he? D'Angelo Wallace is in Texas, oh, uh, really? and I can't remember. Might have to connect the dots there. He's Texas, looking for Texas you, gang. He told us. He told us, and I just am a bad friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your introduction to YouTube like? You mentioned that like you're living out a dream now, but like, how did where did that dream come from? Like, what were your influences that kind of put you on this on this path?
2: Okay, so my freshman year of high school, I made a channel with my best friend. And we were mostly inspired by, I don't know if you know them, Keen and Sam. I've talked about it in a video, but Keen and Sam, I think they also had a group channel. It was called Our Second Life. And so I just love them. I love them a lot. Same with my best friend. We just love them. And so we decided we were going to be like the black version of Keen and Sam, the black female version. But yeah. Yeah. And so we just made that channel. And then after that, I think we just, we stopped posting and then made our own separate channels. And now it's actually coming to fruition, I guess
0: when did you start your channel like as a like the court Reezy channel did that start like back in high school or
2: it was the summer before freshman year of college so that was 2016 i think 2016 yeah cool yeah it's awesome yeah
1: it's kind of wild that's now like like i feel like there's a whole generation of youtube where they always their dream is always to be creators right like that's the dream and then YouTube was the right conduit for that or, like, whatever site they use, And now it's – no, YouTube is the dream from, like, day one. Like, a five-year-old kid wants to do that. Yeah. And they grow up and that's the thing they shoot for. It's kind of nice. Like, it's nice to have a more focused goal. Yeah. It's like, I want to make stuff. Uh, I don't know where (laughs) – it's crazy. Yeah.
2: Cause I know when I first started my channel, YouTube or becoming a YouTuber was weird. Like I didn't even like telling people at school. I hated it. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah. One time somebody played I... my YouTube <laughs> videos in history class. I,
0: what? yeah, it
2: was horrible. I
1: hated it. How is it now? What's your comfort level?
2: I'm really comfortable now. I mean, especially okay. since like a lot of people have seen my channel oh. already. I'm really comfortable compared to how I was in high school and maybe even the beginning of mm-hmm. college. I'm way more comfortable. Yeah, I didn't like <laughs> when people played my videos in front of me. I mean, I'm still like that, but I can handle it a little bit better.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. Yeah, one time I had a video of mine played in a, what was essentially a job interview. But it was a, like I made my channel when I was 14 and like there were just like shit posts on it and just like me dancing to High School Musical. And so someone <laughs> played one prophecy. of those Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone played one of those like videos from 2007 of me dancing to high school musical and that was weird. It was like a group interview thing. It was for like an oil company. I didn't want to work there. How did they even like, find the uh, video? So my friend Naomi told the people about it and so they played it during like this group interview lunch thing. At that point I was like I was able to own it. Yeah. It was weird like posting stuff as a as a teen, but I took a very very long break because I was afraid of I had like videos go viral early on in my like youth, and then I was afraid of not being able to like best myself, not being able to like get more views, and I was afraid of like public failure. And so I was like, "Oh, well, I just won't post for ten years. So <laughs> that'll that'll be my solution to that." Can't problem. fail, Courtney. What's the? I
1: mean, I guess that's a new kind of question now that it's your main focus. But do you have that anxiety still? That like next video could be the trash one. Like, this could be it. Yeah,
2: yeah, especially when my first video that blew up, I was so nervous about posting another video because I yeah. I wasn't sure if I was just getting subscribers and they weren't going to watch my videos or, like, if they watched the next one, it wouldn't be as funny as the first one. And, yeah, it was right. a lot. It was a lot. I still kind of feel that, that way now. That is such a – But, yeah.
0: I mean, I was going to say that's such a very relatable experience for people who especially are going through – the period in their youtube careers or their creative careers that you're going through cuz like for context i mean correct me if i'm wrong but you've probably gotten like 200,000 subscribers in the past couple of weeks right
1: yeah
0: yeah what's that been like like i know you've started speaking on it but i'm very curious like what that's been like and how you're feeling about it cuz you know i it's something that i went through at points in my in my career it's a very unique experience yeah
2: i'm still shocked Honestly, because it happened so fast. Like, literally, the beginning of July or the end of June, whatever. I had 36,000 subscribers. And so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's so crazy to like.
0: Wait, for context, that's like almost 800,000 subscribers in July, August, September, in like three months. Jesus.
2: It's crazy. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm not as nervous and as scared as I was in the beginning, but it's still very shocking. But I'm so grateful for everything.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And I think that you're, you know, well deserving of your platform. You're a very talented and you know gifted creator who's putting in the work. And I mean, that you deserve every every ounce of like attention that you're getting for for the stuff. So, yeah, thank
1: you. Do you ever doubt that? Do you have the little little self esteem moments where you're like, ah, is this? my right to be getting that yeah yeah we'll tell you how good you are anytime yeah i
2: don't know if it's called <laughs> imposter syndrome or whatever but mm. i sometimes feel like maybe this is i don't know like it's an accident or something i don't know it's weird. oh that's
0: imposter syndrome yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's it's a, There's all these people around me that deserve it and they yeah, got it right or i feel like just, it can I've just go away yeah
0: Right, no. yeah, like you'll be found out as a fraud. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a very classic conundrum.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. You get
0: an email uh, from alone. YouTube and they're like, "All oh, these subscribers accidentally landed your video. Oh, we've made a mistake, videos. yeah. <laughs> whoops. It's a box of uh, oops, all subscribers. <laughs> like, whoops, <laughs> we spilled all these subscribers on your channel by accident. We've got to like scoop them back up.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I just feel like, I don't know, sometimes I have that moment. Like, there's some days where I'm like, okay, yeah, I definitely deserve these subscribers. But then there's some, it's like, Oh, what if they like later on find out that I'm actually not that interesting and they don't really like me? You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. Relate. But I think that, like, to counter that, there's also so many things that your audience finds appealing about you that you may be even taking for granted because you are with yourself all day, every day. Something I struggled with early on was I need to always be topping myself. And if my previous videos aren't as good, yeah. then people will get disinterested in stuff. And then I made a second channel where I like didn't try as hard on videos and people like really continued to resonate with them. And I realized it's because of a lot of just intrinsic qualities that come out when I share my opinion on things and stuff that are not things that I think of, right? So I can say that like, and this is something that was bestowed upon me. So I'm sharing with you that like, I do not have those same fears for you, uh, just as I do have them for myself, but it's like, cause it's like very natural. Yeah. But like, but just know that if you just keep following your curiosity and keep doing what's interesting to you, your audience is going to connect with that. Mm-hmm. And like, you're doing everything right. So like, I wouldn't even... Like, oh, thank you so it's, much. it's silly to say I wouldn't need it's, it's silly to say that don't even stress because it's a stressful situation. It's scary. You don't know what's happening. Yeah. I remember when my channel was like blowing up. I was frantically checking the analytics because I was afraid that all the growth was going to stop. Yeah, so yeah. And I was like, OK, when's the when's the cliff going to end? Mm-hmm. And it's it's like weather to a certain degree. Right. Like at some point. Things will start to ebb and flow, but that all comes with the territory. And it's as long as you're listening to yourself and yeah. just paying attention to the audience.
2: Yeah.
0: Like truly, like you got this. Like I, I just want to like be validating as many people because it's like I stressed out a lot, unnecessarily. So like me too. take it from me. You've got you've got nothing to worry about.
1: <laughs>
2: Thank you so much. That means a
1: lot. Do you know a lot of people in the scene? Like, do you chat to a lot of people that do similar stuff?
2: Um, I guess
1: now has been kind of a bad time to
2: Yeah, I only talk to like about one person that I talk like almost every other day type of thing But other than that, it's like tiktokers, which is really weird. But yeah, I talk to a few Mm. tiktokers
0: How is that? How is the tiktok space? Like what is your background actually with tiktok? I guess is a first question
2: I just make random videos every now and then and so every time i make a video or it goes on the for you page it's nice to see that people recognize me from youtube and i think it's mostly because Mm -hmm. i make a lot of tiktok related youtube videos right from doing that i've been able to make quite a few tiktok friends so
0: that's awesome
2: yeah that's cool
1: yeah it's almost like we're in like different clicks at at the lunch tables or at whatever the lunch table <laughs> <laughs> like we're all at the same creator school it's like hey the, the tiktokers seem nice i just don't know how to like say hi <laughs> yeah courtney over here just the chameleon flowing between all the tables honestly by <laughs> all.
0: when you're looking at tiktok and, and looking at like i'm making content about this is a lot of the stuff coming from people's suggestions or is it like a bit of that and your own personal experience through the app. Cause I like haven't done a TikTok deep dive in a while, but there's so many little corners of it. Like so many random communities. Yeah.
2: So much. It's a mixture of the two. Like I did the sibling video. I don't know if y'all saw that, but I was uh, from me personally. Unfortunately
0: (laughs) I did see it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So that was from me personally finding them. And then I saw someone suggested to me, but it wasn't because of them being siblings. It was because the girls baby talk. And so Mm. Um, it's a mixture of both, honestly.
1: Yeah. Baby yeah. talk is challenging. <laughs> that is challenging content. <laughs> <it's> a-
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to say about some of these TikTokers. One series that you have on your channel, just for people who aren't familiar with you, is reacting to TikToker apologies, um, saying the, the N-word. Yeah. And
1: Which they just love to do. They just love to do it. <laughs> it, it to do out. it. Is it? Is part of it that they don't see other people get in trouble for it?
2: I don't understand. Because
1: it can't be. This is chill, right? It's like no. It's like murder. Like people go to jail for it. You see it all the time, right? Like you see people get cancelled. So what yeah. makes you think that you could take a swing at this? I say it's fine? their
2: sacrifice to fame. Like I feel like they have to do it so they can just become famous. Because it You're seems right. like every famous TikToker says the n word, and I don't understand.
1: You're
0: right. It is brave. Yeah. I Someone someone has to say it and I think it's gotta be, uh, I can't even name a, a TikToker right now. I'll uh, take a
1: guess, Dylan Dylanson.
0: They all have two first names, I feel. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's always like Blake Charles, Charles Blake, boom, two viral TikTokers right there.
1: <laughs> 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 They're currently in a feud. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're both dating uh, Jessica Marie. <laughs> it sounds so, yeah. believable.
1: I think she's one of eleven siblings.
0: My theory on this has to do with the fact that they're young and their brains haven't fully developed. Yeah, <laughs> the last thing to come is like understanding long term consequence. Yeah, and there's also this like kind of hard headedness of like teenagers where you tell them they can't do something, and, and they they're do like, it. "But, but I want to do it though." Mm. And it's like.
1: There are no stakes for me here. And usually, like, if I was, you know, I had my edgy bullshit teen phase, I think we all get a little angsty and annoying at a certain point and think that we're cooler than we are, certainly. Not, like, you know, not cool like we all are now. Incredibly cool and, and, and beloved. There's, like... <laughs> Speak for yourself. We, we have no... Like, as soon as you're a TikToker with a platform and you're still the age of people that think they're invincible, then you're in trouble. No. As opposed to just being, hey... I'm a a kid and I'm edgy and I'm at school, but there's, I know, 11 people and worst case scenario, I have to apologize to one person ever, as opposed to, wow, 3.2 million people watch this. And I just kind of have never had consequences for anything I've done before. I've been grounded, like maybe.
0: Real quick, real quick. I don't want anyone who's a teenager or anyone who's listening who's a teenager to feel like we're shading them. We're only speaking about people who have been granted a lot of power and attention and feel like invincible as a result. And it's not like teen like I was also a teenager not doing this problematic shit. You know what I mean? So (laughs) I was dancing to high school musical too. I mean, I thought it was a productive use of time (laughs) in that moment. And I was saying the N-word, but I was allowed to. Sorry, kids. The music Um, was too
1: loud to tell.
0: Yeah, (laughs) the music is too hard to tell. tell. But no, no shade to to, to teens in general. It's really just like a combination of power and a lack of accountability. And also an environment that doesn't allow for, or an environment that kind of enables this stuff. Because I don't know about you guys, and I'm talking a lot, so I, I will just pass this off to you. Do you think that there's a bit of all criticism is just the haters going on? Like where people feel like, oh, if you're criticizing, me you're just a hater because that's the thing that i run into a lot with commentary where it's like if i say that dan bilgerian has done some pretty problematic things in his past people are like you're just upset that he's like he pays for models to hang out with Mm. him and i'm like i don't think you'll ever believe me but i'm not jealous of that you're just gonna have to take my word (laughs) you're
1: criticizing him for the things that he did because he can bench more than you bro what do you think,
2: see it like that i also feel like it depends on the way that the message is delivered because i can still see how you can make criticism and people will see it as hating um but yeah like i said i feel like it really just depends on the delivery but then there's some people that just reach like they'll just try and call anybody a hater that has a
0: different opinion Mm -hmm. i think that's the thing like it kind of makes me think of like us all living in our own echo chambers and stuff but even when good faith criticism or like you take the shane dawson thing And it's like, people will bend over backwards to excuse stuff. And it's like, you actually don't have the platform to excuse. I saw a Shane Dawson video the other day uh, where he, someone put on a mask of Obama and then he beat the guy. And just like, the joke was that he just kept beating him with a bat. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) guy. Like, and people are like, it's old jokes. It's ma,
1: ma, ma. But also notably, he was not a teenager. Oh yeah, he was like 30 at this point. He had all the brain points available to him and he just spent them wrong. I think the hater thing is probably easy to shout out. If you're a teen, right? Like, let me just get on teens a little more. Now, if you're being validated by those 3.2 million people that did watch the video and did hit you with a like, and you are getting hate, the hate is never, ever going to outweigh the number of positive lurkers ever it's literally impossible so worst case scenario a small number of people proportionally are like hey what you did was messed up and you're like well but i still got all the thing that i wanted (laughs) like i'm not losing anything especially if you're a kid and like i mean i guess you could lose a brand deal or something but you're not in the same kind of professional jeopardy you would be as an adult exactly got in trouble like that if you're like us the three of us it is all just haters (laughs) we've never done anything wrong if somebody says you've done anything wrong, no matter how eloquent or nice it is, they're, they're jealous, probably, or something.
2: Hating.
1: Do you get that at all, though, actually? Do you get hit with some hate that you feel purely comes from a... Hmm. Yeah,
2: I think i yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I do. But I don't really get a lot of hate at all, actually. most of Oh, yeah. And That's... if I do, I just don't see it.
0: I found that it would be good for my mental health to block every configuration of the N-word in my comments. Oh. Because uh, while it is sometimes coming from black people, it is often coming from people who I cannot verify should be saying the word, yeah. AKA mm. anime avatars, etc. Et and I'm like, mm, yeah. mm, I maybe I just have a hard and fast rule here. Cause it's, I'm not here to like take you to N-word court and like decide <laughs> whether or not you should or shouldn't say the word.
1: That's a good name for a series there. N-word court.
0: It sounds like a Chappelle Show sketch.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, that's where we have to get it right now. Before that <laughs> handsome son of a bitch takes our idea from us. Dude, Chappelle has the drip. Is anybody talking about this enough? Chappelle actually is full drip. Yeah, he's wearing like the
0: nicest long lines ever. He's turned very buff. He's his, his The thickness of his neck keeps me up at night. <laughs> Troy,
1: all the jokes he stores in there.
0: He stores jokes in his neck. Courtney, what kind of stuff like outside of creating content with a capital C. Uh, do you do you like to do? Do you have any like hobbies or anything that like or any interests like movies, TV, any sort of media stuff?
2: Oh, I feel like this sounds so superficial. <laughs> but um I like shopping. <laughs> um but other than it's that It's not superficial.
0: Yeah, can we not at can all. we like hit pause and say like, hey, if you like shopping, that's a perfectly valid thing to like. And don't let society tell you that it means anything because you have a certain – it's kind of like if you like sports, it's like, oh, sports ball or or whatever. And it's like, oh, you like shopping and it's like you're a stereotype. And it's like, no, how about people are three-dimensional – And I like shopping, frankly. I love it to a detriment. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's a problem in my life.
2: But yeah, I like shopping. And other than that, I like watching TV shows every now and then. I don't really watch movies that much because I always fall asleep. I don't know why.
0: (laughs) Okay.
1: What's hot in the TV show loop for you right now?
2: I'm actually not watching anything. The last thing I watched was Greenleaf. Have y'all heard of that?
1: What is Greenleaf? It's
2: just about a church family and a church Oh. And just the drama that happens in the life of church members. Honestly, that's
0: it. Were you a big church goer growing up, or do you go to church now?
2: Yeah, I still go to church now. I mean, cool, since cool, cool. well, my family doesn't physically go to church right now, but yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good point. Probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> how did, wait, how did is that is that like legit? Is that like Zoom church?
0: Is that a thing? Oh, there is.
2: Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. They stream. Can I tell you, they live stream the church every Sunday.
0: So when I was doing research for like setting up our sad boy stream and stuff, a lot of the tutorials and YouTube videos I was finding were for specifically like running virtual church. Hmm. And there is a someone used the phrase worship technology. And I was like, whoa, that wow. is Two words that I'd never see that I'd never expected to see next to each other, but yeah so shout out to all of the virtual churching that's going on yeah um, virtual oh no, we don't like that no. <laughs> no, no, no
1: Courtney, feel free to like talk about it to your comfort level obviously, but like uh what's your background with your faith and like is it is it uh helping you especially right now I I assume it would have to,
2: yeah, yeah. It's been helping me because, you know, during times of, I guess, stress and anxiety, I feel like I can just rely on God to like, you know, keep me going.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I think that like now is a good time to save it. Like I grew up in a household, like going to church and stuff, going to Baptist church. And while I'm not like religious at all now, I have seen so much, you know, it's like, I think that like church as a big entity and and sort of certain churches deserve all the criticism as an organization that they get. But the amount of safety and good feelings and just like community that has come from church in especially like just in black communities that I've been a part of is so comforting and so good and I can never take away that from someone based on my own like personal beliefs that are my own you know what i mean yeah. one thing i don't like is that people on the internet like to be like all snooty about shit it's like you're missing you're missing the point like let people live their lives let people have like what works for them yeah because i'm sure if we put a microscope on anyone's life and actions you could criticize it you know what i mean and so it's like if if you're not harming anyone then like let people i don't know just let people like do what they do
1: it feels nice sometimes to be to feel like uh especially on like reddit to feel persecuted to be like Oh, these friggin' friggin' Catholics, they're after they hate me being an atheist, they can't handle it. And it's like, okay, you might have gone to a place like Westboro Baptist Church. They they're terrible oh, people. That's they they get a special personal hell and it's just like full of dog shit or whatever. The vast, vast majority of people that are even a scotch religious truly do not give a shit if you're an atheist. It is exactly. so uninteresting. Yeah. Yeah. No one cares. Not even like bipartisan, like, look, I'm willing to accept you. It's a, not even that. They just don't care at all. Like, it's just not a part of their life. And I think the indulgence of, like, well, you know, they, uh, I scare them, so it's my intense belief. So, like, I was such a huge fan of Ricky Gervais growing up. He's, like, an essential comedic influence for me. And he's fucking... His Twitter is so embarrassing. It's so atheist dad now. It's so just like uh, uh. him replying to like a mum from Wisconsin saying, like, uh, actually, Jesus is going to judge you. And he's like, oh, yeah well, bitch, uh, and it's just like, what is, you go swim in your infinity pool, brother. What
0: are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're actively like pissing on your own legacy by like (laughs) looking like a clown right now. It's like why J.K. Rowling could have just shut her mouth and like lived out life as like a publicly liked person. And and we would have forgotten all the stuff about like hook-nosed goblins who run Gringotts Bank and and, like Cho Chang and all these things that like, when you go back and look at it, you go, oh, maybe that Mm. was kind of, a little problematic, maybe. And then, like, she would have gotten away with that scot free, but then she was like, no, I'm going to dig my feet in on being a, a bad person, I guess. <laughs> I, Wait, like, what did she do?
2: Because I heard that, like, everyone hates her now, but I don't know. I didn't look into it.
0: So, essentially, like, well, okay. So, jumping back to what Jordan was saying about the narrative that, like, the atheist edgelord has about, like, organized religion it's like who are you dunking on right like who are you Mm. who are you dunking on you're dunking on like wisconsin mom who like likes going to church on sunday and like going to a buffet afterward that's what we did when i was a kid or whatever you know it's like (laughs) and and uh and it's like what have you accomplished by like by doing that and then similarly those people are not harmed by like people going to church in any way typically those people are just like want to validate themselves that their own religion. Uh, Beliefs are good. And so similarly, trans people weren't doing anything to JK Rowling. And then she just started like being like vocally anti trans in a very toxic way. And it's like, yo how about you like let people be comforted in their own identities and feel like supported and finally feel like they live in a, a time and a space where they can like be themselves. Yeah. And then and then she's like, but what about the bad things? And it's very similar to how like people who are anti-immigrant go like, but they're not bringing their best people, they're bringing murderers and stuff. And it's like, no, we just wanna let Jordan back in the country. Can Jordan please come back in the country? India, I would into like- to your country that's <laughs> fucking full of murderers. <laughs> <laughs> like like we, already,
1: native, he just wants to make a podcast. That have grown up there. <laughs> you got plenty of your own, yeah, own murderers.
0: Yeah, and but it's like so convenient to be like, oh, what about the exceptional bad people? And it's like the exceptional bad people are everywhere. Yeah, take any identity from any walk of life, and you can find the exceptional bad people. It's like our. All clowns outlawed because of John Wayne Gacy. They probably should have been. Maybe that's a bad example because <laughs> fuck clowns. I would appreciate it. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Clowning is a whole community that I can't clown on because it's also not problematic. People just like clowning.
1: Yeah, that's a thing.
0: I, yeah, if you're scared of clowns, you can let other people have fun
1: with them. You know what I mean? Hey, let it let it roll. I mean, the important thing about J.K. is that she wasn't just. I mean, she was adamantly anti anti trans, and she had a platform. This all would have been terrible enough, but then she was like really proactive about it, like actively really putting That's the petitions thing I don't understand. together to block funding for charities and shit. Oh,
0: her, do you guys know what her new book is about? Oh my god. It's about a man who dresses up as a woman to kill his victims. He's a murderer. What is wrong? So it's like, oh, fantastic. <laughs> mm. Why? Why did That's you need to do that? That's you know was he's crazy. crazy.
2: That's the problem. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't know how to mind their own business because... What mm. did you gain? What do you gain for yeah. sort of actively being against trans people? I just I don't understand.
1: It's a turf thing, right? Uh, trans exclusionary, <laughs> exclusionary radical feminist, which I, as a term, is very frustrating for me because I am very comfortably a feminist. That's not. It's not that portion that I would take issue with. Yeah, it's the first two words in that acronym. But even right?
0: even feminist now is like if you say that on the internet, it's like oh you're a feminist. Then like it's almost like how you think f- women people should have be in charge bla- and
1: all men should die. I think-
0: it's like how people have taken Black Lives Matter and they've turned it into a bad thing. It's like, yeah. how did you how did you manage to do that? Yeah. People were just minding their own business trying to, I don't know, not be killed by the police. And then people were like, they're destroying everything. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you mean the insured buildings that millionaires own? Sorry, Chad. Like- Chad, this isn't affecting you. They're they're fine. Do you remember the housing crisis? Do you remember how all the rich people got <laughs> continued to get rich off of like taking advantage of people like that aren't in their class? Like, how do you not see this happening in front of your eyes, Chad? They took your house.
1: It wasn't like you had a bad time. They told you it was something else, but they did that.
0: Mm-hmm when Chad wins the lottery when his number comes in like that's
1: gonna be so embarrassing for us
0: he's gonna be so embarrassing for all of us talking we're gonna be like to him, oh so. subscribe to the podcast please Chad but yeah all I'm saying is be kind to people and I know that some people are gonna be like well you talk about people on the internet isn't that the same and I'm like <laughs> no my friend it's not it's
1: not don't need to get much of that Uh, the classic Cody Koza cyberbully stuff no I mean okay I'm like, the only time
2: I've got in it is mostly for um, my rating tiktoker apology videos they'll be like um, stop using your rating race as an what do they say stop using your race as an opportunity to make fun of little kids and I'm like one I don't even try and make fun of the kids I don't talk about their appearance I don't I try not to do any of that
0: you let them off very like I would say that you like you are fair. nowhere yeah oh I my try god not to that's, say anything
2: yeah. too offensive or anything because I mean they're kids at the end of the day so it's crazy when I see comments like that but I don't get that a lot
0: honestly it's really just like people are kind of like using whatever fits their fits their narrative But I I think that, like, you are actually doing these people a favor by – I don't know. It's like you're, you're, you're kind of like laughing with them in a way, being like, these are dumb kids. They're making mistakes. Clearly. Why are they putting themselves in the situation? You could have easily just not done the bad thing.
2: Yeah.
0: And like, there's just so much more toxic commentary and comedy out there that it's weird that people don't take issue with that stuff and instead take issue with people who are like actually doing a lot of things in good faith. Like it never, it never tracks with me. So, So one person asked, and this is a great question to start. Why are you all so fine? Mm, great question, the immortal question, right? Um, Possible to
2: know. Ask my mom and dad,
1: <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> I, know I, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. If you could visit any place after Rona, where would you go?
2: I would say Nigeria, because I always have a good time oh. when I go.
0: Is your family from there?
2: Mm-hmm, yeah. So that would be Did a nice time. Did you spend much time there growing up or? No, but I went this December. I was there from December to January. But
0: that was a nice time. Mm. But yeah. Jordan, where would you go? Where would you go after Aronis? Maybe my apartment?
1: Yeah, dude. I, I want to wanna roll up. Big surprise. Guess who? Cough, cough. Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. I know You know where I want to go? This has been really on my mind. And I think it's just since I left, I guess, for the contrast. I miss SF, man. I miss San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I miss. I was just chatting with a, a couple of friends of ours over the last week or so. Just like having a, like a remote drink chat type thing. Just independent yeah. little, little dates with them. And I missed that squad, like specifically, that when we all worked at Patreon, and no matter what, if you sent out like a question in the text, thread just like, anybody want to go get a drink after this? I just always was Azelina's the best food in San Francisco. I missed that. I would go to see Azelina. <laughs> like, hey, what up, girl? Uh, can I have some mummock chicken, please? Love you. Uh, little things like that. Like, I'm not really in a vacation mood. I kind of just want like comfortable little things yeah. that I miss. Like, I want to go to the restaurants i went to i want to go to the i want to go to the zara i went to not even a different zara like i want to go to the
0: same same <laughs> shit get back in my rhythm yeah
2: i've always wanted to go to california
0: i've never been oh you oh, yeah Oh nope. yeah come visit uh when the world is safe one of
1: the worst places you can go right now
0: <laughs> i know i like california i feel i feel like jealous of the people who grew up on the west coast because i had to like travel all the way over here and these people like they they like got to grow up in this nice little club Climate. I can't do heat, so that's why I had to leave the South. Personally, yikes. Yeah. Wait, isn't California hot? Instantly. It's hot, but not the same way. Like, it's not humid.
2: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: Florida was like a hundred percent humidity. You're like swimming through your own sweat. It's not a good time. Yeah.
1: What's something that you like? If you were to move, I, I know I don't imagine you do have plans to do that, but if you were to move, what's what something you think you would just not be able to get? That's that's a Texas thing.
2: Texas is cheap. I don't know where I would be moving, but let's say if I was moving to California, I heard it's expensive, so I would miss the cheap lifestyle of Texas. But that's about it. Yeah, that's about it.
1: That actually sounds kind of appealing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and also like
2: the niceness of people, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yes. I miss like Southern charm or whatever.
2: Yeah. So since I've grown up with that, I don't really know how it is anywhere else. Um, right but yeah i'm assuming i'll miss that
0: a lot i think i come off as like really polite to people because i grew up in the south which is nice because i'm not trying to do anything different than like how i was raised so i guess it's like helped me in life
1: (laughs) i know this is an exclusively me question but this genuinely always makes me angry when i see it especially i saw that i saw the question somebody asks where in england are you from jordan you sound posh i i I'm not posh. I don't sound posh normally. I have to articulate myself when I stream or record myself because you fuckers don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm from the Cotswolds. We don't articulate any consonants like that. The the way I just said consonants is insane to me. Like I it's like my tongue hurts when I like push it out of my body. But no, thanks for taking the swing. I guess. How about you? You sound posh in you sound
0: posh that question sounds posh (laughs) how
1: about that (laughs) west yorkshire that's the poshest place you can be
0: (laughs) in west yorkshire born and raised on the (laughs) cotswolds (laughs) where i spent most of my days all right chill out relax and playing some cricket (laughs) sorry now i'm trying to complete the lyric on that song
1: (laughs) playing some cricket thinking up lyrics
0: before we wrap up like what would you say your relationship with like your mental health is if you're comfortable like speaking on it
2: like are you talking about my current mental health
0: no just like in general like life- lifelong have you always been like a happy person or like it sounds like you come from like a really supportive environment and so you've like Got a good community around you. It seems that way. Is that not true? <laughs> um, you are shaking your head. I
2: mean, it's good now, but like, I guess, uh what's it called? The beginning of college wasn't that good for me just because I guess the transition mm. of everything and especially since I wanted to do YouTube, school was getting in the way of that. And then also, I think I didn't do that well my freshman year. And so I was trying to catch mm. up my sophomore year and it just felt like nothing was going my way. And so Mm. that was a hard time. And I feel like I also wasn't like really religious, like that I was barely going to church and I felt lost in a way. And mm. then it wasn't until like my senior year of college and I started to really get back finding God, you know, and then I don't know. I just started posting a little bit more than I was before and um, everything was getting better. Right now I'm good.
0: Okay. That's great. Yeah. I mean, and I'm then happy the support. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. In terms of support and stuff, at first my parents really like my family and everything because my grades weren't that good in the beginning, they thought YouTube was a huge right. distraction. And so it mm. sucked because I didn't have that support. I also didn't have time to film and edit and I also did just wasn't doing good in school. Mm. And so it was just a lot, yeah. but you know, everything's good. Especially since would I'm doing you, it full it, time, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's so exciting. If, you know, you were giving advice to your younger self, maybe freshman year of college when things like aren't feeling good, is there advice that you would give to, to that version of you? Don't skip class.
2: <laughs> but, um, and also <laughs> uh, it gets better, really. I feel like that sounds cliche and everyone always says that, but it's so true. No, like, no. Everything, valid. it always gets better, always
0: yeah yeah i'm a big believer in that as well because like no feeling even the worst of feelings or the best of feelings is permanent and that's like helpful to remember because like even if you're in the darkest of days you can know that this has to pass because no feeling you've ever had in your entire life has lasted forever you know what i mean exactly
1: yeah bet on future you at the very least you'll know more
0: i feel like that's a really good like note to end on yeah what do you Mm. think it's very, very, very zen. Very, very, very nice. Okay, Courtney, thank you so much for joining us. Like, where can the people find you? Because I, they've they've clearly become fans by now. They're chomping at the bit to to follow your stuff any and everywhere they can. Where are you at?
2: Okay, um, I'm on YouTube, Courtreezy, Instagram, Courtreezy, Twitter, Courtreezy with an underscore c o u r t r e e z y court Reezy. yes
1: uh, and if, if thank if you so much. you're a member of her family you can call her that in person
0: <laughs> it's apparently <the> <laughs> in fact you you must in order to remain family because if you don't call her court reason you are actually kicked out of
1: your poser yeah <laughs>
0: but that's what she told us backstage <laughs> we end every episode of sad boys with a particular phrase we, we love you and we're sorry oh yeah
1: Moving on, how she dead looking, that future girl, future girl, yeah we on now, take my money, go away, all you want it,
2: girl too rich for me.